0: Snuff production. Whether it's a smoothie at 7 a.m., French toast at 4 p.m., or a bacon and egg roll at midnight, this is the podcast for you. It's delicious. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Well, I tell you what, it was blowing a gale in Sydney on Saturday afternoon, mate, and we had a runaway pram situation. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. No,
2: I'm picturing like the wind in Mary Poppins with,
1: you know, the nannies getting blown down the street. Was it it that bad? (laughs) Well, it's not like Sophia was still strapped in and it was, you know, like Wizard of Oz style just flying (laughs) through the tornado. But we were playing on the playground and then suddenly I was like, oh, someone's pram's getting blown away. And I was like, that's our pram! (laughs) chase after it it goes off this little ledge so Sophia wasn't in it no she was on the slide oh, thank, thank gosh but the pram runs down this little hill bumps into something topples over this edge my little bag that was on top of it goes flying out of it. it ends up upside down in the sand pit I mean it was, a, it was a disaster but I wanted to know why not start off with a little bit of talk back what, what's run away from ya What's... Hit at alex on Instagram But look, we were What's done a runner? Yeah, yeah, what's done a runner? Um, but look, we're not here to
2: talk is about Matt's that Matt's pram, yet. won the, um, the pram version of the America's Cup So well done there, uh, <laughs> Matt O'Kind For representing our country loud and proud But happy Monday to you Thank you so much for uh, jumping on this little podcast With myself, Alex, and that Matt, Matt And I uh, cannot wait to get stuck into a big, big show today Matt, our producer Bron's going to be joining us for Clickfish Ooh. There's plenty of frivolous articles that we need to uh, look at From over the weekend
1: yeah, we're also going to be talking to one of our favourite new people who helps us uh, keep the, the spring in our step and stops our bones from creaking like the old men that we are. Uh, we'll oh, dear, chatt- I just
2: did a Mary Poppins reference. <laughs> I was talking about the new one with Emily Blunt.
1: We're going to All be right. chatting to Sarah uh, for our new favourite segment, What's Hitting with Sarah, so we can find out what on earth is happening with the youth of today. And uh, we can stay cool and relevant. But it's all happening on today's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hold on to your prams, it's going to be a doozy. (laughs) This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we
0: go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
2: I'm calling it...
3: Jeffy. what about like?
2: That's pretty cool. What's hitting? A little thing called
3: What's hitting?
2: Oh, that's right, Matt. Here at All Day Breakfast, we like to assure our listeners that by listening to this podcast, you will be the coolest, the freshest, the drippiest uh, person going around. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, we couldn't fulfill that promise ourselves by bringing you the, uh, the good word and what's happening out in pop culture. And so that is why we have our incredible pal, Sarah, to give us What's Hitting with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. She's joined us
1: now. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, really thank
1: you. Well, now, thank look, you. I'm, going to, I'm going to admit straight up. Uh, last time we chatted to you, you said that one of the cool things, what, one of the things that's hitting at the moment with you and all your friends, everyone's got the LED lights in the, uh, in the bedroom. Oh! Sh- oh, you're showing me some of the panelling? <laughs> yeah, there you go. See? And do you know what happened? This is how pathetic I am. As soon as we got off that chat, straight onto the internet looking for lights. <laughs> <laughs> and I dare say I'm going to be ordering some soon. Well, so, uh if you want to,
3: like, save money, you can get the 20 bucks it came up.
1: Well, Ooh. see, thank you. That's exactly what I'll be doing. And a uh, good plug
2: there as well, Sarah. You just came up from a shift. Uh, you are still uh, quite young. How, have, how, old, how much older than the um, legal age to work are you?
3: Um, well, I got my job when I was 13 and I've been working there for a year.
1: Whoa.
2: Amazing. Now, Sarah, we we appreciate you joining us because our listeners, much like us, have a lot of questions to keep us in the loop with all things uh, pop culture. And we've been inundated with, I don't want to say desperate people, but there was a a certain hint of uh, urgency to the questions that we're going to pose to you today so we can all
1: remain um, hitting and not missing. Okay. So here we go, Sarah. The first question comes from um, Venera. So Venera Bina says, can you please ask Sarah what the chair emoji means? <laughs> and on a side note, Venera says, bloody love this segment. So there you go. So it's a nice... How's go with the chair, the, emoji. the chair emoji? I've not seen the chair emoji. What is it and where is it used?
3: Okay, so the chair emoji, uh, it's, it's a kind of thing that's formed from TikTok. And so it's like, there's like a lot of like mini little... I don't want to say cults because that sounds really bad but like there's a lot of formed little groups in TikTok and so they made an inside joke on one page saying let's replace the chair emoji with the laughing like let's replace the laughing emoji with the chair emoji so now people and so now people are like they just spam the chair emoji when something's funny because no one gets it <laughs>
2: Uh, this is excellent. All right, (laughs) the chair emoji, we're on top of it. Um, Because I'm I'm only just still catching up to the fact you told us last week, instead of crying laughing, you've got to give us your just crying emoji, which I've seen more and more. And I'm like, oh, they mean crying with laughter, not actually crying. My
3: sister has like, every time she messes me after that, like that little like part now, she's like, I'm trying not to use a laughing emoji around you because I want to get bullied by you and all of Matt and Alex's <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> so, what other things should we be looking out for? If we see a chair, it's supposed to be laughing. Are there any others that you've seen?
3: Um, I'm actually kind of lucky that I even saw that one because, like, for like a lot of TikTok comment sections is just people typing chairs and people going, "What are you saying?" <laughs> but it's like, it's like.
2: Hello. So I'm glad I knew that one. I'm glad I knew that one. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, we haven't just got to run past you yet, Sarah. So you're uh, 10 out of 10 so far. We've got a question from listener Petra who wants to ask, Sarah, what's hitting?
3: Can you explain to me about the whole uwu talk and the two emojis of the fingers pointing to each other?
0: I've seen some people talking like this and I don't understand it. Thank you. Also, is it lame to say lame? <laughs>
3: Okay, so I think it's personally gross. I feel like I need to die whenever someone says it, but <laughs> but it kind of means like like a woo. It means like shy, like, like
2: <laughs> Sarah is visibly cringing. Can I tell you right now at this at this internet language?
3: So, like for example, like you see it a lot on like like cringy like fifteen year old couples and stuff, right? They'll use like. The, like so, they'll use the cry, the teary eye emoji, and then the two fingers pointing at each other, and it means like shy. So it's like, can I please have a hug, or can I please see you? And it's like. Ugh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have seen this a little bit on I Reddit around. It it's like around that sort of anime culture. I think yeah. of like a really babyish, like oh hello, so uwu. Uh, so
1: give me an example. So you, I, I see uh, like someone who I'm going out with. Like, would it be my partner? Um, they post something and I comment underneath it, ooh ooh, with the fingers. Or do I, or it's like I see a, two friends who are really cute, like as a cute couple, and I say, oh, ooh, <laughs> I just
3: don't get it. I feel so silly. No, okay, so the awoo aspect, it's kind of just like, it's like, I'm cute, awoo, and that, ugh.
2: But I mean, <laughs> Sarah cannot dry, <laughs> stop dry retching at, at this, the sickly sweet nature of this uwu.
1: Well, now I'm seeing like what's uwu cat. Um, <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for clarifying a few things mm. for our listeners and for ourselves because uh, you never cease to amaze how on the button. Your uh, your knowledge is when it comes to what's hitting and what's not. So we appreciate it. Thank you, Sarah. And we will catch you again for another "What's Hitting" with Sarah.
3: No worries.
0: All day breakfast. Click 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 click.
3: Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron.
2: Yes, let's welcome her back into the all-day breakfast studio. Producer Bron uh, to host her
1: little segment called Clickfish. Hello, Bron. Hello. What uh, little bit of charm had you nibbling uh, this week, Bron?
0: So this first one's from Nine Honey. Um, Bron
2: can smell one clickbait article... ...in 3,000 Google results. <laughs> that's how sensitive her nose for this charm is.
1: Yeah, what, what got this you fir- out of the lair this week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this first headline is... Adele shocked by angry message from Peppa Pig. I'm with you, babes, is the headline.
1: What? I've seen Adele okay. in, the, in the news a lot... ...and it all seems to be focused on her new physical appearance. All right, And I don't know what that's got to do with anything... ...that Adele is actually making... You know, which I believe is what she's, you know, an artist for. But mm. if she's riled up some pigs or something, or they're they're having a shot as well, then it's gone too far. Riled up some what? Riled up some pigs. Pepper. Oh right. So, <laughs> so what's I mean, going on? Why is why, why, why is Pepper about the article why, why for is a Pepper moment? Angry? <laughs> well what happens?
0: So Adele, she was on the UK uh, radio station Capital FM doing an interview about her new single, Easy On Me, which came out over the weekend. She did a live Instagram last week and people were asking questions like, oh, are you going to collab with Peppa Pig? She said, oh, no. And then Peppa was very upset about it.
4: One thing that actually broke my heart, Adele. Am I going to collab with Peppa Pig? No. Turned down and rejected the idea of actually collaborating with Peppa Pig You may regret saying that now Because we've actually got a voice message from a piggy celebrity
3: Hello Adele <laughs> That made me really, really sad When you said you wouldn't collaborate with me Why not? Don't you like me? <laughs> Is that the real nowadays Peppa?
0: Yes, yes. yes.
1: Real Peppa, that ain't the
4: one of you I know That's not the same voice as the one that I grew up with my son Oh my gosh but Peppa, I've, 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 yeah, I've already said today. I regret it. I regret it. I spent three years watching you. <laughs> I do really regret it. And anytime you want to go jumping in muddy puddles and silly muddy puddles, I'm with your
1: face. I felt terrible the second I said it. Oh well, there you go. I don't know whether. Yeah, I don't know whether that was worth clicking. <laughs>
0: None of
1: these are worth clicking. That's the whole idea of the segment. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but sometimes sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, I'm so glad that I got to, like, you know, I wish I'd clicked that myself. But, no, I'm glad that you clicked that one, Bron. Thank you. All right, team, before we move on, which
2: fictional TV show character would you most want to collab with on a
1: track? Well, right now, if I collabed with Bluey, I would be... (laughs) A red-hot rock star in my household.
2: Well, I saw Bluey Album went number two vinyl albums in Australia on the ARIA chart. I haven't
1: opened mine. I'm just... It's it's the new Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Just watching. It's the new Badger DAO, um, which I'm just seeing the price rocket. Bought some new crypto on the weekend. Anyways, um, (laughs) let's go... You've got a little badger icon. I said, I couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> so, Bron, what's next?
0: So this next one's from the Daily Mail. Headline, Australians vote for the best TV shows of all time and you won't believe which series ranked at the top. Well,
1: where did they vote? The best. No
0: one... No.
2: Australians voted for the best TV shows of all time or voted for the best Australian TV shows of all time?
0: Australians voted for the best TV shows of all time. None of these ah. are Australian.
2: Well... <laughs> Well, I was going to say, if it was Australian, round the twist would have had to have
1: been number one, surely. Um, Well, so I'm going to say... Honestly, where did they vote? Because I did not know about this.
0: (laughs) A poll was conducted on flicks.com.au and they got 10,000 people. Let me guess. Flicks with an X. No, surprisingly. Really? What? CKS? Missed missed opportunity by Flicks, yes. Oh, my God. Um, well, OK, I'm just going to assume
1: that one was Seinfeld, two was The Simpsons. No, nah,
0: Seinfeld 4, Simpsons... Where was The Simpsons?
2: Oh, Simpsons
1: 7. Ooh, so 4 it was 3. Oh, well,
0: Friends I mean, was 3.
1: Who's on this? Who's, is, it, is it pre-2000 or post-2000?
0: I think, like, 2010s.
1: Oh, well... Oh, my God.
2: The American Office.
0: Nine. That's Those fans
2: that ranked are, number are, nine. Love it. Those fans
0: um, love it.
2: Okay, three was friends. And this is of all time.
0: Of all time. Surprisingly, Two. Mash was number six. Mash. Mash
2: was six? Okay. Not bad. Hawkeye and I never got <laughs> Mash. <laughs> Hot lips. Mate, you could never not got get got
1: me enough. to change the channel quicker than if Mash yeah. came on. I <laughs> After agree. school. I was just like. Don't get it. <laughs> and that's what people must think of Seinfeld.
0: Um, all <laughs> yeah.
1: right. It couldn't have been South Park.
0: Number two was Game of Thrones. Oh,
1: yeah. And so oh, what, really? Number one was Breaking right. Bad.
0: And number one was Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay, yep. fair enough. Ooh. Fair
2: enough It's a well-written well series I always think about Breaking Bad in uh, relation to some something a lecturer said in uni When I was d- at doing creative arts and it was a creative writing And the plot, um, he said the definition of plot was things get worse And like <laughs> two episodes into Breaking Bad Things you think are as bad <laughs> as they can be But it just gets worse and yeah. worse and worse and worse
1: So I think it's very, very clever Alright, well done to sure. Breaking Bad um, And Jesse, come on Ah, uh, that's my Jesse impersonation.
0: <laughs> Wait, he's saying his Wait, own name.
1: Jesse's saying his own name. Come
0: on, Walt. We can make 000,
2: 000
1: <laughs> in a million dollars here, Walt. Okay.
0: <laughs> that one was better.
1: <laughs> um, go on, what's your third clickable link?
0: This one's from 7 News headline, Sprinklegate, British bakery but reported for using illegal US sprinkles. Clicked it.
1: <laughs> Even wrote it in the notes to say, we should talk about this on Monday.
0: <laughs> oh, good.
1: All
2: right, what illegal sprinkles? What sprinkles were illegal?
0: So this uh, this bakery in Leeds called Get Baked, they posted on Facebook... <laughs> That um, they had to close the next day for several reasons, including staff training, catching up on work and recently a lovely visit from Trading Standards after an anonymous customer reported the bakery for using what are apparently illegal sprinkles.
1: Yeah, so they're they're from the u what? they use sprinkles from the U.S. instead of the U.K. and the U.S. sprinkles have an additive in them, I
0: believe, which is it's called yeah E one two seven, which I think is just a, a food coloring, um, which was approved in nineteen sixty nine in America, but it's not approved in the U.K. So it's kind of like those longer wow. sprinkles, like not hundreds and thousands, like the little 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 rectangles. bars, Maybe
2: your choking hazard the or something. Little is that why or is it the chem? I guess the chemical in it.
0: I think the chemicals. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're very disappointed, and they came out um, saying that they're never going to find a sprinkle that compares in the UK. He hates <laughs> the UK sprinkles.
2: Well, you got to get the... Why don't you do a compromise, get the Australian sprinkles? Because um, we've been doing it on Fairy Bread for years, mm. and um, I think nobody does it better.
1: Also, th- those little baton sprinkles suck get with the times, get the little round ones, get hundreds and thousands. They're the only worthwhile sprinkle at all. Could you imagine being the, the sprinkle authority person that has to come in and... All right, mate, I end <laughs> over the sprinkles.
0: But who was the person that reported it? How would they even know it's illegal? Yeah,
1: that's a very good point as well.
0: What a loser to know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You walk in and go,
2: these look like American sprinkles. <laughs> Just sprinkle profiling.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Bron. Um, You are the legal sprinkles to our buns. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Thank you, I think.
1: All day breakfast. Well, Alex Tyson, our next guest was 2020's New South Wales Young Australian of the Year. He's currently a research assistant at the University of Sydney's Matilda Centre and he's just published a book about the first scientists on this land, um, indigenous science and the history behind it and what it looks like going into the future as well. He's a proud Roy man and he's here to join us on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Please welcome Corey Tutt.
4: Yama, and thank you for having me. And I'm sorry for this technical difficulties, which means I'm late oh. and I owe you both a coffee due to coffee karma. Um, <laughs> but it's really great to join you. That's the beauty of podcasting here, the all-day breakfast podcast. Whenever you like, it,
2: it sounds as if you were on time, Corey. I remember back in our live radio days, late guests would rock up and well, have to say, it. we finished the show, sorry, people, <laughs> and we're done. But this, it works perfectly. It works perfectly.
1: Hey, Corey, let's talk about this, this book, The First Scientist, because it, it really um, it jumps out at me as something that I feel like I missed when I was growing up. Um, you know, in schools. And it is aimed at kids that are around uh, the sort of primary school age. Can you tell me about why you wanted to write a book like this, The First Scientist? Well, as
4: you probably knew about me in the intro, I I set up a charity called Deadly Science. And when I started that charity, it was way back in 2018. I can't believe I'm saying that, like way back in 2018. (laughs) Um, But for me, I, you know, I was a kid that didn't get a lot of science materials when I was growing up, um, purely because, you know, I'm Indigenous, but also my socioeconomic standing, it wasn't very high. Um, and, you know, you, you often get told if you are, you know, from a low socioeconomic area or Indigenous or, you know, whatever minority you're from, that science isn't really for you, sometimes consciously, sometimes unconsciously. Um, but for me, when I started Deadly Science, it was right in the heart of Redfern and Waterloo and I was yarning with all these kids. And, and then, you know, something weird happened where they said, well, how come I didn't get opportunities when I was growing up? And, you know, I, I learned that these schools had just no resources. So I started packing up all the books that I owned. I went to Dimmicks and dropped a 1000 bucks on there, a grand, <laughs> eight, Whoa. Eight, cold, hard cash. I hope you got that tax
2: deduction there, Corey. Get a little bit of that for the uh, reading material, the
4: research papers. No tax deduction, but I I started sending these books off and, um, you know, to date I've sent over 20,000 books and resources off to remote communities and engaged kids in STEM, but then, you know, part of the problem was, was that, you know, like as a society, we need to decolonize the lab coat. And, and the reason for that is, is that the, the only images you really see of people in lab coats are your Albert Einsteins and Thomas Edison's. And, you know, they're great, right? Don't get me wrong. They're great. Love it. But they've had their time in the sun. And for me, it's, um, it's really important that, like, you know, a lab coat is really just a bit of PPE that stops you from getting some nasty chemicals on your skin. Um, But we have conditioned the lab coat to thinking that, you know, when you see a scientist, you see generally a white middle-aged man in a lab coat, right? Mm. Um, So, again, I I just started sending lab coats out to schools because I'm like, you know what, (laughs) (laughs) let's just... Let's just destigmatize it. <laughs> Absolutely, and these and these discoveries are made through
2: trial and error, and over many many years and generations, and uh, passed on rather than potentially a peer reviewed journal. They're passed on verbally, and so it is super important to be able to, to keep those stories coming coming down the line. And you've been able to record it here. The first scientists, an incredible new book from Corey Tutts. Uh, go and pick it up to learn a little bit more. Before I go, I want to hear about the astronomy as well, like the directions of. Or, uh, and, you know, in the navigation that one's able to uh, to make from those. Can you tell us a little bit about how uh, First Nations Australians uh, used the stars to be able to do that?
4: Yeah, for sure. So um, in my culture, the Kamilaroi culture and the Radri culture, we, we look for the dark emu in the sky. And depending on where the dark emu sits, it tells you when it's time to hunt the dark emus, when it's time to harvest, harvest their eggs in um, the changing of the seasons. And we don't have seasons traditionally like European seasons. Um, there's actually thirteen in some nations, and it changes. Um, and what? I know it sounds complicated, but the there is a there is a changing. Uh, people have thirteen zodiacs. It's uh. right.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. twelve months. I mean, right. whatever. It's, it's I, all... I just
4: want to pose a question to you boys because um, it is quite a concern. Is that you know with the with the advancement of technology and um, you know, friend of the show Elon Musk, and I say friend <laughs> like this, um, but you know like. He's, he's putting something like 3,000 satellites up a year. Mm. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, is that if we, eventually, if we have too many satellites up in the sky, then that is going to really affect with the, um, with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and First Nations people around the world, their ability to predict the weather, their yeah. ability to predict harvesting. Um, and, and some of these communities still rely on this culture, this culture that is, you know, beyond what we know you know it's beyond what we know as you know modern day like being in the city or looking for a telescope so i there is a you know there is a cultural price that we pay for having um you know 5g internet no no i'm joking Um, (laughs) there there is a cultural price that we pay for having you know too many satellites in the sky and and where do we draw the line um you know with humanity. And, and, you know, it tends to make me think about the North centralese who are, um, they're off the coast of India, which is a, is a tribe off there. And you can imagine like they, they have no contact with the rest of the world, but they're seeing all these funky rockets and satellites being shot up. Like how fearful that'd be. Like, I mean, I had a, I had a Chinese rock. We had a Chinese rocket go over Sydney like a couple of weeks ago and it was really, really loud. And people took photos of it and put it all online. Um, but imagine, like, if you're them, like, and you're seeing all these satellites and, you yeah, know, big cargo. Yeah. And, uh, so, you're like, oh, my God. Well,
2: one of the most amazing stories, and, Matt, we did an interview one time about the... um Aboriginal Australian who had no contact with Australian colonizers uh, until in the distance in regional South Australia he saw the mushroom cloud from a nuclear test. So imagine yeah, living right. your life as as you have for thousands of years up until that moment and that's the first thing you you see and so yeah you're right this technology it's starting to become absolutely all-encompassing and in a lot of aspects detrimental.
4: And I also, you know, like there's also an element of sympathy. Like, imagine if you've been spent thousands of years being away from everyone, then you suddenly come across a Nickelback album.
3: It'd
1: um, be <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. Um, but, you know, <laughs> You'd be like, well, what's a <laughs> photograph? Yeah, what <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, oh, it's such an interesting read, and we uh, cannot thank you enough for joining us here on All Day Breakfast to chat about the first scientist, Corey Tutt. It's been an absolute pleasure, my man. And uh, better luck next time on the uh, the fishing front. Hope you land a couple.
4: Oh, thank you so much for having me. And um, again, um, yeah, I think this is really deadly. And, and thanks for promoting the book. And I hope that all people that pick it up, they, you know, they learn a little bit of something, but also the intended. Um, of this book, if that's not even a word, but I'll say it anyway, (laughs) um, is that kids will pick this up and then they'll go go and ask the Aboriginal officer of the school or their, their lands council or their elders group more questions and they'll find out even more.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Corey. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for having me. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, Alex Dyson, we missed out on most of our leftovers on Friday, so we thought we might just see
0: how long. We're too
1: busy doing our uh, Ocean's Eleven-esque search for some
2: Red Hot Bomb Squad members to make up the 20-person team for which to hit the streets of Australia with the all-day breakfast message. Um, But it does mean that we've got
1: plenty of correspondence, which is too good to go to waste, Matt. Mate, the preservatives are strong in these messages, so we thank you, (laughs) as always, for uh, sending them through. Uh, Bridget Farkas says, Hey, legends, I've been listening to you talk about banned schoolyard games, and I'm a high school teacher, and we constantly have to stop the entire school playing catch and bash. (laughs) <laughs> where the object, where the object is purely to catch. Wait, wait, it wait, is. wait,
2: wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, the object is to catch someone, then bash them.
1: It's right there in the yeah. title. You guessed it, mate. Um, too, um, this happens at least twice a week. Bridget says so. Um, the whole school.
2: Who do they decide how to catch? I love. I love school kids. Um, Amanda sent us a message regarding uh, peanut butter. Uh, Speaking of peanut butter, I used to work at DHL and my network control partner and I found heroin in a large jar of peanut butter that was fully sealed and being sent via air freight overseas. Turns out we helped to save a major drug bust and got a certificate and thanks from Customers Australia. Um, FYI, it was smooth peanut butter, the only way to eat and smuggle.
1: So thank you, (laughs) Amanda, for that. (laughs) Thank you, Amanda. Uh, we do not endorse that. Uh, Sarah Ralston, Bateman's Bay says this is with regards to the Low Court of Australia's um, and the pronunciation of places. Uh, she said there needs to be an inquest into all small-town pronunciations. Near Port Macquarie, we were laughed at for pronouncing Lake Cath-Tie Kath, Kath wrong. Apparently, well, okay, so it's spelt Lake Kathy, which I've made this mistake before, but apparently it's Lake eye. and that's true. C-A-T-H-I-E, I'd Lake it, Cathy. Yeah, I'd called it Lake Cathy for a very long time. So I'm with you, Sarah. I've, I've embarrassed myself. Well, isn't there, um, in WA, isn't there Cockburn, but it's actually Coburn? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I was calling Warhope Wachapay for a very long time. <laughs> Wachapay, like what, where, in what world do you need this, the see in there? We're chope. Um,
2: Jade sent us a message also regarding banned school games. I'm a teacher, and we had to ban a number of games. One was how many bird's eye chilies can you eat? It was banned after a student passed out and went to hospital. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, Jaden Jaden Ostwald said regarding banned school games. Yeah, you don't eat chilies, by the way. You don't. You just it's not <laughs> not raw and as a challenge. <laughs> When you're young. <laughs> um, Jaden says, My school band Hugging, and it made it on the news. Yet the same school a couple of years later allowed us to sing 212 by Azealia Banks as we left the final assembly. <laughs> oh that is God. not appropriate. So do, you don't
2: look up the lyrics to that song
1: at work. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Uh, Biff Biffington, 1987, said we had an actual fight club at our school. All the school kids would rush down to see the fights that were scheduled twice a day. There were boxing gloves that were used, and the main rule was no blood to be spilled. That way we didn't get caught. Okay, that's, that's pretty <laughs> smart. Oh, man. Uh, Reese
2: in Perth goes uh, regarding the Florida Man Challenge. Uh, this is Reese's birthday for April 22nd. Florida Man attacks roommate who woke him up for breakfast. <laughs> Well, as long as it's an all-day breakfast, I'll let it slide. Thank you very much. And we've also got a message from Jackie who uh, sent it through. Voice message is totally acceptable for leftovers as well. Hit us up. Matt.n. Alex this is what Jackie has to say.
0: Hey, guys. Jackie here from Brizzy. Um, just a quick message and a thank you to Matt. We had a work trivia on Friday evening and it was a music trivia. One of the categories was... Um, the song would play and we had to guess which movie it came from and Whitney Houston I will always love you came on and I don't know any Whitney Houston movies and then it's like a little light bulb went off in my head and I remembered the podcast a couple weeks ago Matt talking about the bodyguard um, Whitney Houston so I was like "Eh, I'm gonna throw that one in there and I was right so thank you Matt for that one otherwise I would definitely not have got that one correct Thanks, guys. Love the podcast.
1: Thank you, Matt's old references. Yes, helping people. Oh wow! See, I mean, maybe we don't need to talk to Sarah at all anymore. I've been, I've been <laughs> completely validated. No, I think after today, we're definitely going to need her help for a long, long time.
2: Uh, Do do get your questions in for Sarah and your final Bomb Squad entries, mattandalex.com. We're using the website to uh, take them if you would like to win the four big old car stickers to make sure you're part of the 20-team crew to uh, head around Australia. We might be uh, later in the week, Matt. Uh, talking to a few famous faces who were also street team members. So if you want to be as, as cool as these guys, uh, I would recommend getting to the website now and telling us why you should join the Bomb Squad because this week is your final chance to enter
1: and it's uh, going to be a really big one. Yeah, thank you so much everyone who's joined us. Thanks to producer Bron for ClickFish. And thanks to all the messages that we get at matt.n.alex. You can always keep in touch with the show. We'll catch you to Moz with another Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Bye-bye.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.